All right, guys, welcome back to In the Press Box, episode 35. Roll the music. All right, today we have viewing pick of the week, MLS, college football slash NFL, MLB, guess the draft year game, and then we round it out with predictions. My name is Benjamin, and you guys are? Aiden, and I'm Alex. All right, let's get into it, you guys. So big news has struck in Nashville. Nashville is here signing Premier League striker Sam Surge from Nottingham Forest for around $5 million. Do you think he will make Nashville SC a cup-contending team? Uh, yes, he can, because that's kind of why we were not the cup-contending team, because we didn't have a solid striker, and it just really depends how fast he's able to adapt. And if we think he's going to be uh, adapt really quick onto Gary Smith's offense, then I think we will be able to go real quick. And if it starts getting around playoff time, I don't know. It may be hard. Yeah, Aiden, what do you think? Uh, I think it's a good signing for Nashville SC, and I hope that he uh, obviously does well for Nashville SC. And, yeah, I'm excited to see what he does on the field. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Sam Surridge is going to be a, a very solid signing. It'll just kind of re- remain to be seen what an impact he'll make, but he will certainly make a big impact and at least help Mukhtar more than Bunbury's been doing at the bare minimum here. So that's good. All right, in other news, and really the big news here, Messi has arrived when the MLS has made an immediate impact. He has scored three goals in two games and has dazzled with his assists and dribbling. I mean, he was insane last night. With this being said, uh, what are you, you know, what are your thoughts on Messi in Miami in his first couple of games? Have you liked his play with the with the three goals and and lots of assists? He's been doing really well. What do you guys think? Yeah, geez, every single thing he does is amazing out there. Goat status, obviously. He's been playing really well, and you can kind of shows it. He it shows by his stats, and I know it. This doesn't really account for MLS play. And I know other people have goals, but I just looked at MLS, their MLS goals, and who has the most goals. Theoretically, his goals then would be number three if if it was like MLS play and we counted like it that way. But I know that doesn't work. Yeah. Aiden, what do you think? Third best player. Aiden, what do you think about Messi? I mean, I think that's what um, I think that's what almost everyone expected from Messi coming into the MLS. I mean, it, I mean, he's just doing really well. It's almost looking uh, really easy for him. But I think he's making a big impact on Inter Miami, and it's definitely going to improve. It's definitely improving their team, and overall, the the way they've been playing uh, the past two games with Messi has been incredible. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Messi in the you know last night's game unbelievable i mean just took over made atlanta you know defending look ridiculous and then of course the signature debut if people have not already seen it probably even if you don't watch soccer don't even watch sports you've seen it his free kick to win it at the end so speaking of debuts okay we're gonna rank our top three debuts of all time in sports do you want me to go first or do you guys want to go first who wants to go first uh you you can go first all right i'll go first here while they rank theirs so first off Coming in at number three, I'm going to go Lionel Messi. Already here with Inter-Miami. Free kick to win the match, last kick of the game. That was on Friday. Uh, kind of... I had to say something about that. Sure, sure, sure. Unstoppable, you know, on Friday right there. Alex, yeah, yeah, go say. What are you going to say? Okay, so um, I get that was a good debut, but I don't... 
debuted, but I don't know if that's like top three because he didn't even start. He just played like the last 20 minutes and he only got like just one goal. Yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, I know what you mean, but you know, number one, number one, I didn't, didn't go to Google for this. Um, but I think number two, number two and number one are actually like really legit. But I know I agree with you. I don't know. You know, there's probably, there's obviously been better debuts probably in sports. It's just I didn't go to Google for it. Like, I know Wayne Rooney had an insane debut. You know, there's been other stuff in basketball. But I got to tell you, just the fact that he came on, though, for 20 minutes and the impact that he had, and then to win it on a free kick on the last kick of the match. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good debut. I know it may not be top three all time, but you got to give it to me. That's a pretty good debut right there. All right, I'll go next. All right, all right, all right. Hold on. Okay. So now, after Messi, which was number three, number two, let's switch to hockey here. Austin Matthews of the Maple Leafs, his rookie debut, scored four goals in a 5-4 to four overtime win versus the Senators. What do you guys think about that one? Yeah, I, I, that was definitely, that was my number four. I'd argue that that could be, like, number one. I mean, that is, that's a... It, it, it was a great game. That I just heck of a debut. That's as good as it gets. And number one, you guys... Number one, I mean, it couldn't be anything else. Zlatan Ibrahimovic debuted for the LA Galaxy, subbed on, scored two goals. One was an insane half volley from midfield, and the other one was to win it. Immediately made an impact. It had only been, get this, you guys, he had only been in LA only 24 hours and had never played or practiced with the team. And he said, he like literally comes in the game and he says, I will play for you because they're down by three at this point, right? He comes on and he assists one, and then he scores an insane goal. And on his very first touch is a – have you seen this goal? What is it? You know what I'm talking about? The Zlatan one from midfield. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll send this to you in the, in the text. All right. I got I'll it. Get my, y'all get my live reaction. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're sending this right now. If you guys, for people who are listening, if you've not seen this goal, it's as good as it gets. Like, I got to tell you, hold on. Watch this. This is just ridiculous. Okay, hold on. I'm putting it in the text stream right now. Yeah, but that's that's my best debut. Given the fact that he'd only been with the team for 24 hours and had literally only been to L.A. for 24 hours, and then he just came on and did this. Just ridiculous. All right, Alex, I said it. All right, I'm watching it. He's watching it. Give us Give us a rating, 1 through 10. Okay. He heads it. Let me skip. Can I skip it a little bit? Oh, gosh. I'm going to get out of here. His very first touch is that, Alex. Oh, jeez. I mean, look at that. He just takes it on the bounce. Oh, jeez. It was like, it was up half his body. It was like, that was crazy. I mean, you got it. See, that's a, that's a good debut right there. But yeah, okay, so there you go, guys. Those are my top three records. Right Somebody else can go, but that's that it. The good that's hands down the best debut I've ever seen. I mean, it's the best debut I can literally think of. It just, that doesn't even do it justice. Like, if you watch that game, it just didn't do it justice. Like, they were down by three. Actually, after the podcast, I'll send you guys the full match highlights so you can get a gist, but it just doesn't do it justice. It was just crazy. Yeah, that debut was good, but it's not as good as my top three. All right, let's All right. get it. Let's go. I've been, I've been watching the quarterback on uh, you on uh Netflix. 
good documentary, so I'm a little biased here to the quarterbacks. All right, so number three, Robert Robert Griffith Jr. at the third. Mm-hmm. That was a great, the great rookie first game debut. Now number two, Marcus Mariota. He played really great, really good for the Titans. Uh, some people hate didn't really like him. Some a lot of people did, and he proved a lot of haters wrong across the NFL. And then my number one is the man, the myth, the legend, Cam Newton. Yeah, that's actually a good debut. Cam Newton was insane. I forgot about that. That could have made top three. Yeah, that's a valid list. All right, Aiden, you ready? I mean, yeah. I think Dick. It's got to come closer to that microphone. All right, he made a list, and it was very confusing. All right, all right, all right, all right. I can still read it, though. Okay, so at number three, we have Marcus Mariota. I got the, I got the stats here. Um, he became the first he became the first rookie in NFL history to throw four touchdowns in the first half. He was ten of thirteen passes for 175 yards and four touchdowns at the end of the first half, and finished the game 13 of 16 for 209 yards. So, Marcus Mariota is number three. Number two, I'm gonna agree with Benjamin Austin Matthews, and at number one we got LeBron James. He um, Got twenty, had twenty five points, nine assists, six rebounds, and four steals in his rookie debut. So that's my list. So really, that's a valid. Yeah, I think that's a good list. That's a good list. I think all of these were pretty good lists. Maybe though, I could have left off Messi, but I would have gotten Cam Newton number three if I had to repick. All right, should we move on to football now? Yes. All right, let's do it. Okay, so college football and NFL segment. All right, so football is just around the corner with training camp starting up in the NFL. Isn't that crazy? This this Monday, I think they have the training camps like all in full season. Okay, so Bill's star returner, Raheem Hines, injured his knee and is out for the year. Meanwhile, Cowboys All-Pro Zach Martin did not report to camp due to a contract dispute. He feels disrespected is what he said. Um, do you guys think that that would be a big loss for the Cowboys? If uh, all pro Zach Martin didn't play for them on that offensive line, yeah, it'd be a big loss. But Zach Martin, I just feel like he's so overrated, just like I agree. overrated and on the offensive line, and especially overrated on uh, Madden. Uh, but if he goes to Titans, then he's not overrated. We'll just say that. Go to the Titans, Zach Martin, if you're listening. Aiden, what do you think? Um, I think it's uh, bad. Okay, well. Yeah, I agree with Alex. Crazy overrated, but, you know, come to the Titans, my guy. Like, we could sure use you, and that would be great. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah, also, Saquon Barkley has signed a one-year deal worth up to $11 million after the running back protest held over Zoom that included some of the top running backs like Austin Eckler, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey. Um, Is this a win for the running backs? And do you think that running backs are treated fairly in the NFL? Uh, no, um, uh, especially when you get in perspective about the kicker, kick more, an average kicker gets paid more than an average, you know, uh, running back. So that's kind of ridiculous because running backs, they're just hit around, bopped around. If Derrick Henry, if Derrick Henry doesn't play well, Titans are losing. Randy Bullock can miss one field goal or whatever, 
and there's a good chance Titans are still going to win. And you can say the same thing for every other running back or every other team. And what do you think? Uh, are right back very fairly? I mean, yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, I don't think running backs, um, I don't think running backs are treated fairly with the contracts and all that stuff, and I think they deserve more recognition because, like Alex said, I think a running back can win you more games than a kicker can because a kicker can just miss um, a couple field goals or pad attempts, but the running back is definitely uh, is a big uh, boost for the offense. I mean, especially on third down, th- uh, sh- short third downs, you got. You just rely on your running back to hopefully make the first down so it can definitely change the game. So I think running backs definitely deserve more recognition. That's a a great answer right there. And yes, I 1,000% agree. Running backs do deserve more recognition. I did not know that stat there from Alex that kickers average more money. That's insane because these running backs are sacrificing out there. And someone like Derrick Henry, I, you know, I mean, he's a monster, right? People like that can take over a game. And, of course, they aren't as valuable as quarterbacks or receivers, but they need to be valued more, and their pay is not good enough. So, all right, should we announce it? We have some news to announce here regarding football here on In the Press Box. Should I announce that? Yeah. All right. Yeah, and then we'll get into college football. Sorry, I'll text you the date. So, uh, so okay, so here's what's happening here, you guys. We came up with the idea. All right, here we go. So, so for in honor of college football season, that's going to be kicking off, you know, actually in just a couple of weeks here. Um, so, we're going to put out a video here on August 18th explaining what we're doing here for college football season. I think it's, I think you guys are going to like this. It's pretty cool. Um, Alex, do you have anything to add? Oh yeah, uh, we're you can say what we're doing. It's just August eighteenth is when it'll come out. All right, all right. I just wasn't sure. I didn't want to spoil anything, but yeah, August eighteenth is when it's going to come out. So we're going to have this big, you know, college football episode here in a couple of weeks, where it's going to be all you know dedicated to college football and the kickoff of football. Um, and this year we've each been assigned a conference or two to work on i cannot actually fully remember your guys's conference but i'll say mine so i was assigned the sec and the american conference okay and long run army and yukon so that's what i'm gonna be doing and what this no sorry weren't you umass or you umass yeah umass that's right that's right umass um and what we're gonna be doing is uh uh i'm gonna like for each conference and stuff we're gonna be breaking down and having in-depth notes and yeah, so Alex, what's your conferences? Um, ACC, Pac-12, and Notre Dame. All right, so again, he's going to be breaking that down and giving you in-depth stuff each week, especially on the college football kickoff show. Aiden, what's your conferences? I got Big Ten, Big Twelve, and UConn. Yep, Big Ten, Big Twelve, and UConn. So in honor of that, without further ado, Aiden, kick us off because Aiden's conference is Big Ten, and we have some news. In the Big Ten, Aiden, what is that news? Kick us off. Okay, so Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh is ex- what'd you say that what for? time Jim out? Harbaugh. Harbaugh. <laughs> All right, Jim Harbaugh is expected to accept a four-game suspension at the start of the 2023 college football season as part of a re- resolution with the NCAA. 
he is accused of providing false information during an investigation into alleged recruiting violations that occurred in 2021 during the COVID-19 recruiting dead period. The NCAA alleges that Harbaugh lied to investigators during an, an initial meeting about the violations, which is considered a separate level one violation in the NCAA's rulebook. The penalties are expected to be harsher because all four violations were of the level two variety. The Wolverine season begins with four home games against East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers. Several Wolverines um, assistants, including offensive coordinator Sharon Moore and tight ends coach Grant Newsom, are also expected to face punishment. Former Michigan defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, who now works with the Baltimore Ravens, may receive a one-year show cause penalty, which could impact his return to college athletics. The alleged violation include meeting with recruits during the COVID-19 dead period and texting a recruit outside the permitted window. Additionally, the team is accused of, of having analysts perform on field coaching duties during practices with coaching moderating player without workouts via Zoom. These violations, okay, so yeah, the, so it's basically he um, is going to have a four-game suspicion at the start of the season. Uh, and more. And more. And a lot more expected, so because of a level to um, violation to the NCA. So what are your guys' thoughts on this whole situation? Alex, you go first. I wanna, okay, let me say mine. I want to hear Benjamin's because whenever ten, whenever Tony Rattello gets a one-game suspension for one person, he starts saying that how it's the worst thing ever. So here we go. All right, so I think it's kind of well-deserved. Uh, and people are very mad how, like, oh, no, that's a harsher punishment than Tennessee. I mean, I would rather... That's just kind of stupid uh, for you to say that because our head coach, he got uh, suspended forever, we would say. Got fired because of it. And we never lied. We know how to say the truth. And no one on our football staff was there. Everyone in our football staff got fired. And I think it's just completely kind of stupid how you even compare that because they're completely different. Uh, and that's why we got way less of a punishment but we still lost so much recruits 28 to be exact and uh but as far as uh michigan situation they hardly play anybody and they're um i don't know who their interim head coach would be whether it's their offensive coordinator defense coordinator someone else completely but they'll, they'll still be in a good situation they're playing uh rutgers uh unlv bowling green and uh missing someone else but those are pretty easy com uh, opponents to kind of face, and they, they, they're lucky. East Carolina. East Carolina. That's a little bit harder. I just got to say, before I start with mine, heck of a job by Aiden right there, really giving us in-depth you know, analysis and break it down. So, the, you guys, that's, that's what you can expect here for college football and for NFL this year. Like, like we're not messing around, okay? So, like, you will get that from me for the SEC. You'll get that from Alex for – all sorts of things, ACC. But, okay, so I guess my thoughts on this, I would agree with Alex. Uh, I mean, the whole the whole Tennessee stuff, I mean, those antics are just ridiculous. Like, the whole antics there, there's, it's stupid. This is completely different. I agree with Alex. There's no reason to be comparing it because what's happening here is there's completely different stuff, what Jeremy Pruitt did and compared to Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, is it a harsh punishment? Yes, do I think he should be suspended for four games? 
Mm, maybe. But my thing is, okay, is why, why, why did you I, think I, that Honey Vitella should be suspended for a whole week? Let me finish. Sorry, I got a little mad. Let me finish. Yeah, so, again, I'm not here to bring in Tennessee. You guys got your punishment handed to you guys. And whatever people think about it, they can whine, they can complain, but it won't change. So, my thing is, Tennessee's punishment is interesting compared to Michigan's punishment. Right? With Michigan, I feel like it's a little bit more of a short-term punishment. You, Aiden, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's more of like a short-term. So, with Michigan, you know, you got Harbaugh out for four games. Really, four of those, I feel like, are pretty easy games, and they're home games, right? So, that's not really big. But I feel like for Tennessee and, you know, their stuff, you know, they're losing, you know, you've lost, what, you said 28 recruits. In the long term, that may matter. It may not, but it may matter. And and you're right. Um, You know, Pruitt pretty much got fired for this, and... I mean, number one, he sucked. I don't care what you guys say. Pruitt was just a terrible coach. Like, maybe the worst, honestly, I've seen in college football. But Heupel's amazing. Heupel. Matt, how is Matt Rule batting college football? He will be. Okay, that's that's it. We'll, we'll, we'll save that later. But, yeah, I mean, I, you know what? It is a completely different thing. I'm not going to talk about Tennessee. I'm going to talk about Michigan. Number one. I think that the punishment's a little bit harsh, but it's fair. Like, I don't have a problem with it. And uh, I think, it, I think I don't know. What do you guys think? Because, you know, the NCAA has really, really strict recruiting, you know, rules. Do you guys think that their rules are, like, too strict? No, it's perfectly fine, especially they got to get stricter now with these NIL deals. It's just I agree. That's the rules, and you just got to go by them, whether you like them, hate them, or love them. I agree. So that's what a lot of people would say is, is oh, they're too strict. But I agree with you there, Alex. Like, like with the NIL deals, like, you just got to go by them. So, yeah, punishment deserved. Sucks for Harbaugh. Sucks for Michigan. Opportunity for Nebraska, baby. What did I tell you? Huskers are coming. Watch out. And, um, yeah, so um, if you want to know my thoughts on it, I agree with both Alex and Benjamin. I think that they, these two punishments are far, uh, far different from to each other from Tennessee and then Michigan. And I think that um, the suspension, the four-game suspension, is um, definitely short, more short-term than it, it was for long-term for Tennessee. Um, but, um, yeah, I think that, you know, uh, we'll just have to see. And if you want some reports, obviously we're going to be coming up here for the college football season. So you'll definitely learn, uh, hear more about that. And, um I think that's it. So, Benjamin, we're going to go on to the next uh, segment. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's a great job there from Aiden. All right, let's move on to MLB. So, the trade deadline is nearing, and stars are on the move. Kike Hernandez has been traded to the Dodgers, as we were expecting to see more trades from teams in the coming days. All right, so for the final week, does Otani move, and if so, where? Otani has swept the nation with the with the league-leading 36 home runs. Where do you guys see Otani going? I was just talking last night with somebody, and they said the Giants. Do you think that that's a an option? No, I don't. I don't see that really as a top ten. Neither do I. Um, they thought that the Braves were the most likely one, actually. Yeah, I think I think really the Braves and the Red Sox or the Angels is where he's going to be. One of those three teams, uh, respectively. The Angels they want to keep their franchise player, but how long will they be? Will they even be able to have him for? Now for the Red Sox, they just it just make it work. They have kind of what he needs, uh, exactly what he needs, and they need a player like him. Where the Braves, they're a great team, 
they'll be for a while with all their young talent. They have the money to pay them. It, will it be as much probably as the Red Sox? Probably not. But the rings and the bonuses will add up for Shohei Atani. And he gets a larger viewership with the Braves as it's America's team, people would say. And then with the Braves. says that. Now, what's America's team for the MLB? The Yankees? No, that's the bandwagon, no one like team. Who the heck says that the Braves are American? Look it up. Whatever. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I'm sorry to interrupt. All right. So, uh, I think it's going to be great for Braves fans because Braves, in the past couple of years, been signing some great players, but no one has the status of Shohei. Braves are consistently seller, I mean, buyers, not sellers. So, why not continue it in 2023? Aiden, what do you think? I mean, I think I think uh, he's going to go to the Braves. Um, I think that's. I think he. Would, yeah, I think the Braves are probably uh, my um, favorites for him to go. But then my second is obviously staying um, as an Angel. So hopefully um, he does go in the Braves because that'd be really good. Uh, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think the Red Sox also has a good chance. The Dodgers. I don't know, but for me, I think it's most likely going to be the the Braves or the Angels. Yeah. I mean, I see him just staying with the Angels, but uh, I mean, like, why? Because if I'm the Angels, do they seriously think he's going to sign back with them? You know, in the summer. You know. There's there's no way. There's no way. And any besides Shohei Tani, he's probably the biggest name out there. Do you see any other big name stars going out? I personally can see Adam Duvall. The Braves have got Adam Duvall like uh, three yeah. times in the trade deadline, and yet again we're rumored to get him during uh, the trade deadline. Personally, I would say I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know the Cardinals are struggling. Maybe Nolan Arenado or uh, Cody Bellinger from the Cubs. Maybe uh, Marcus Stroman from the Cubs too. I'd look at some of those lower central teams. I'd say like Nolan Arenado, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I mean I see Otani staying with the with the Angels, but it's just like why? Like he won't I don't think he's gonna sign back. So get all the trade, get all the value you can't. But I don't know. All right. I see that perspective as well. Should we move on? Uh yes. All right. Let's let's move on here. So Alex has a game. Guess the draft year. Is Alex there? Yes. Okay, Alex is there. All right. All right. Alex, explain to us this game. All right. So what I'll do is I'll say, uh, let me pull it up real quick. I will have, say, probably about three recruits or three prospects. If y'all still don't know, I'll say start going the top five. I'll say five, four, three, two, one. And then the first one to get it pretty much wins. It's going to be one draft uh, class. So hopefully how long this makes it. Eight, All right. don't, look, don't look at my screen. Stop, Aiden. Can y'all fill some time? You are, yeah, what are you going to say? you are enjoying this podcast, please make sure you go check out some of our shorts that will be um, 
coming up here uh, soon for this podcast. We upload three shorts for every podcast uploaded uh, throughout the week. So we are definitely hope you like our podcast. Subscribe. That's great. Yeah. Go like our shorts. Also, actually, really quick while we're at it, Aiden, I don't think you probably did, you, have you watched any of the Women's World Cup? No. Yeah, neither have I really, but uh, they play tonight. Do you think that, do you think, you know, the the U.S. women's team can, can win it all? I mean, I definitely think they can win it all, but hopefully that says I agree. my prediction already, but yeah. I agree. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Alex, are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Nate Davis. Wait, are these like past players, like current NFL players? No, oh, don't look at look it up, Aiden. 2013. Nate Davis. To Michael. Uh, David Montgomery. 2012. Devin Singletary. Uh, uh, 2011. Now, uh, uh, Jawan Thornhill, 2009, 2019. Yeah, that is right. Boom, baby. I met that guy. All right, so here's your top five. Okay, I mean, and you know what? Here's what I'll do I'll say random order top five. Okay, and let's see if y'all can rearrange it the correct way. All right, Gwen and Williams. Devin Wright, Kyler Murray, Nick Bosa, Clean Farrell. Uh, Kyler Murray, number one for the draft, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Bosa, number two. Who else is there? Uh, Devin Williams, Quinnen Williams. Quinnen, oh, wait, no, Quinnen Williams, number two. Nick Devin Bosa, White, number three. Uh, Devin Williams, number four, and then Keelan, or whatever his name is, Farrell, number five. It's Devin White, sorry. Or Devin White. Oh, Devin White's good. Devin White, number four. Some, so whoever the other guy is, number five. All right. He may be right, he may be wrong. Aiden, what is your answer? I got Kyler Murray, number one. Nick Bozen, number two. And then, who are the other three guys? Devin White, Quentin Williams, and... Clean Farrell. Quentin Williams, number three. Devin White, number four. And then the, um, who was the last guy? Uh, what's his name? Clear Farrell. Yeah. So you say the same exact order as Benjamin? No, except except he. I have Williams before Bosa. He had Bosa before Williams. Oh, you had Williams before Bosa? Yeah. Then Aiden would be the closest. Uh, it's Murray, Bosa, Williams, Farrell, and then... Uh, Der- Devin White. I thought Quinn isn't, but Quinn Williams used to play for Alabama, so that's why I thought he was drafted like really high, you know? Yeah, and then the next, that's about the 10 is a pretty good stack order. D- Daniel Jones, Josh Allen, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Daniel Jones. No, 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 no. Like, that's the order. That, oh. that was... Yeah, I was going to say, Josh. Why am I is arguably like the best? Uh, you know, best draft because it has AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Drew Locke, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Allen, Terry McLaren. There's a lot of great players. Yeah, I agree. Uh, AJ Brown, right? Yeah. All right, predictions. Should we? Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's do predictions here. All right. Uh, okay. So predictions. Let's let's start off here. Red Sox and Giants. Who do you guys have? I, 
I have the uh, Giants. Red Sox. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with the Giants too. All right, Rays and the Astros. Who do you guys have? I have the Rays. The Astros. I'm gonna go with the Rays as well. Um, Angels and Blue Jays. I got the Blue Jays. Uh, Blue Jays. I had the Angels. I got the Blue Jays. So all right, Aiden and I have been agreeing. All right, uh, Rangers and the Padres. I get the Rangers. I have the Rangers. Yeah, Rangers. Uh, Yankees, Yankees and Orioles. I got the Yankees. I have the Orioles. I got the Yankees, baby. I'm I am willing to trade. Uh, not trade. Wager. Wager. I wager two points with you. And you willing to wager? I'll wager one point. Aiden, are you serious? No. Come on, two. <laughs> it's like. Aiden's blowing us out again, but I'm gonna be so serious during college football. There's gonna be like no bias. Like I will you pick against. Per- I will pick against that the first time too. And no, also- I will. I will pick against Vanderbilt. I will pick against Nebraska. Like if for that's also, what it takes. For those who don't know, Benjamin also has Virginia over Tennessee. So already the first boom, week, boom, shocking week the world. Be gone. Nah, kicking it off with a bang, baby. You guys were winning it down the entire time, and then when it comes around, it's like not. Yeah, I might I might switch up last second, but yeah, but we're thinking about it. Okay, let's let's move on. Uh, U.S. Women's National Team against the Netherlands on the uh, Women's World Cup tonight. Um, I have the I have the U.S. taking that. I have the United States of America. My pronouns are U.S.A. All right, Guada- Wow, Guadalajara against FC Cincinnati in the League's Cup here. Uh, have- I'm gonna go with FC Cincinnati. I'm gonna also go with FC Cincinnati. Going with FC Cincy. All right. Toluca against Nashville SC. I'm going to go with um, Nashville SC. This is going to be a tough game tonight. Nashville SC. Yep. Nashville SC. Uh, Club America against St. Louis City FC. I got St. Louis City FC. I got St. Louis FC. They're a better contender. I I feel more... uh, What's it called? You know, I feel more confident about this pick than the last one because they don't worry about car wraps. <laughs> yeah, Club America, Club America is a massive club. It's gonna be a really good match, but I do have St. Louis City pulling that out. All right, Cruz Azul against Atlanta United, massive game. I got Atlanta United. I'm gonna go with MLS again. I'm gonna go with Atlanta United. MLS can't win all games, and this is the one I feel most confident about. Cruz Azul. Ooh. You want to wager that? Um, I wagered two points. Two points. Two points. I guess you could, they lost to Messi in a crucial moment. That makes sense. Messi cruised on over that. Okay, so two points, Alex? Sure. Aiden, you want to wager or no? I'll wager one point. No. Just no points. No, no points. On right. two points. Okay. Alex is just trying to get it back up there. I'm I'm way too ahead of everyone. All right, Pumas Pumas against DC United. I'm gonna go with DC United. Pumas. You have uh, I'm gonna go DC United. And I don't want to wager on that one. Yeah. Okay. Vancouver Whitecaps against the LA Galaxy. I got LA Galaxy. I got Vancouver Whitecaps, and I'm willing to wager Benjamin. I also got the Whitecaps, and I'm willing to wager. 
Really? All right, I'll wager three points each with you guys. So six overall? Yeah. All right, well, well we know how Benjamin's picks are. So I'm talking about. Okay, all right. So let's think. Anything else? Probably no Probably no statements. Let's, let's just go on to the only pick of the week because my computer's at like 2%. Okay. Yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm the guy who forgot to charge his computer. Let's go viewing pick of the week. Alex, what's yours? Uh, my viewing pick of the week is the U.S. women's national team versus the Netherlands tonight at 8 o'clock central. All right. Aiden, what's yours? I have Cruz Azul versus Atlanta United. Okay. And uh, my viewing pick of the week is Yankees versus the Oilers on Sunday Night Baseball, 7 Eastern on ESPN. All right. So that's... That's our thoughts on this week in sports. Uh, thank you for watching. Please like, please sub, please share. Please follow on Spotify if you're listening on there. And, you know, contact us at tlease5588 at gmail.com, tlease5588 at gmail.com, or just use our link tree. Any final thoughts? Yeah, thank you so much for watching. Uh, watching. Uh, if y'all are watching right now, you like college football, and you're not a frequent viewer, uh, August 18th, you is a must watch. Once yep. we get closer, once we get closer, we'll put out a time. Probably about ten o'clock central is probably when we'll post put it out. Kind of like a college kickoff show, and it'll be really great. So tune in for that. We'll put more information. So tune into that. But also, like Benjamin said, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at tlees five five eight eight. You could put it in our comment section. Or you could uh, visit our link tree. If you want to be in the podcast, you can email us or check out all of our other social media platforms and Spotify. Yeah, if you guys are college fans, college football fans, NFL fans, football fans in general, this is your podcast to watch. By the way, I think it's actually the 19th, you guys, for the date. The 18th is a Saturday. 18th is a Friday. I d I'm on my calendar. That's when we have our game, but... You won't say anything. Are you sure it's not a Saturday? Um, I think it's the 19th. I think it's the 19th, it but I could 19th. be wrong. It is, it, it is the 19th. Okay, so you guys, it is the 19th. The 18th is a, is a Friday. We're going to upload it on a Saturday the 19th, like that morning or something. I don't know how that works. We'll leave yeah. that up to Aiden hours. All right. And also, one more thing before we leave here, I just want to say... Um, we are, uh, we, we do have uh, new mics, as you know from last episode. So definitely, um, it's going to be a good football season, not just football season. Our podcast is going to get better and better each week because we've already have new mics to improve. So hopefully, um, we got some shorts coming out now. So we're definitely um, are going to be more productive for our uh, content and all of our podcasts. Yeah, especially during football season. We'll really bring you the best, best coverage. Yes, what are you going to say? Yeah, the last two videos are like our two most popular videos. With yep. Yes. Thank you guys for all the love lately. Uh, we appreciate it. All right. Thank you for watching. Adios. Go Vols. Go Vanderbilt. Go, Go North.